Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Disney Addicted Podcast. My name is Brian, and I'll be your host, and we will be bringing you Disney reviews, discussion, and news. My family, we get to go down to Disney World and some trips to Disneyland quite a bit, and it brings us so much joy, and I'm hoping this show can bring some joy to some people who can't make it there or can't make it there as much as they'd like, and hopefully you enjoy it. So without further ado, here's our first episode, our review of Toy Story Land. We were fortunate enough to get down to Toy Story Land right when it first opened. It was great. The atmosphere, the theming is incredible. There are green toy soldiers walking around everywhere with characters. The foliage with the tall grass. You're supposed to be shrunk down to the size of a toy. Everything fits that. It looks incredible. From the popsicle stick benches to the old themed toys that make up everything from the restroom to the chairs that you sit in when you're eating. It, uh, the theme is carried out through everything. Um, the rides that are there, there is Toy Story Midway Mania, which has been there. Still a great ride. Uh, you get the chance to uh, shoot and the screens and you're trying to get as many points as you can. Um, the next ride that is there is Alien Swirling Saucers. Now, if you've ever been to Disneyland, this is a copy of Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. But it's amazing. It's great. It's fun. As an adult, I had a lot of fun in this. It's a twirling ride where it kind of swings you around to the side um, as you go around in circles. It's a lot of fun. If you have a little kid, man, they, they absolutely love it. And it's well worth the wait. The next ride, this bit, this is the big e-ticket attraction, is Slinky Dog Dash. It is a roller coaster. Now, it does have two launches on it, but I'm going to call it a family roller coaster. It's about right in between, if you've ever been on Big Thunder and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. So, you know, it kind of goes Seven Dwarfs Mine Train up to Big Thunder. This would fit somewhere in the middle there. Now, everybody I've talked to does say it's a little more thrilling than you'd think, but it is still good. So maybe if your kid doesn't like thrill rides at all, skip it. But if they do tend to enjoy them, I would definitely recommend it. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, now, as far as the food, the food is absolutely incredible. There is Woody's Lunchbox. Now, they do serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Now, I'm gonna, just going to tell you a couple of the highlights and the prices to give you an idea of what it is. Uh, for breakfast, they have, get ready for this, a s'mores French toast sandwich. You're looking at marshmallow and chocolate ganache stuffed in grilled custard-soaked brioche uh, graham cracker crusted bread. Now, if you have a, don't have a sweet tooth, definitely avoid this one. Uh, it is $7.99, though, and it's going to fill you up. And you're going to be able to get out there, go on Star Tours, all the other rides there. Uh, the other breakfast item was $8.49, and it's their breakfast bowl. And now this, their description is a hearty portion of potato barrels, which is just an expensive way to say tater tots, but they're smothered in smoked brisket country gravy, which you can't go wrong with that, scrambled eggs, and a sprinkling of green onions. Now, this food is pretty good quality. You're talking... Um, 
it's good quality, not the generic kind of Disney burger that you're going to get somewhere else where it's kind of been cooked for God knows how long. Um, the other standout in their dinner is the barbecue brisket melt. It is sliced smoked brisket pickles and tangy barbecue sauce between melted, get this, cheddar and Monterey Jack cheeses. Oh, on grilled, even better, ready? Sourdough bread. Absolutely incredible. Now, walking around in the 100 degree heat after you've eaten this doesn't feel like the greatest idea, but boy, is it good when you're eating it. Um, but I'd say my, my overall view of this land is Disney Imagineering at its best. They're designing this for kids, and we need to remember this is for kids. I know as adult fans, we always want the biggest, newest, thrill, e-ticket e attraction. Everything can't be that, and it's not supposed to be that. Uh, seeing my daughter's face when she walked into this land, it, it, everything is real, everything is bigger than life, and she loved it, and that's what this is supposed to be about. I mean, when Star Wars opens up, you're, it's, I think that land is going to be more geared towards adults, but this is geared towards kids, and it's amazing. I think the only problems, if I had to say a couple negatives, are going to be crowd flow, because this is going to be a huge way people get into Star Wars, and the lack of shade. I mean, it's 100 degrees out, you're walking around, it's pavement. Um, even the pavement is themed, by the way. They have huge footprints of Andy's foot, because you're supposedly shrunk down, right? It's pretty cool. But, yeah, the lack of shade. Um, uh, the other positive I can say before we get on to the news is their merchandise. Their merchandise is absolutely incredible. They're going to make a lot of money on merchandise in this land. They have the Slinky Dog headband, which I had to get for my daughter. Um, they have a tumbler cup uh, with a claw coming down onto one of the green aliens. It says Toy Story Land 2018 on it. It's great. Uh, there's a lot of people buying stuff in this land, and I don't think they're just buying it because it just opened up. I think they're buying this because... They're buying this because it's quality and it's cool stuff. It's stuff that catches that Disney fan's eye right away. And so the merchandise team did a great job on that. But I would encourage you guys, go check it out. Decide for yourself. I think it's worth a trip down there to see. If, you, you know, if you're a big fan, this is, like I said, Imagineering at its best, designing for kids. Uh, and so on with the news now. Okay, in the news, a little bit of a slow week. Um, but we are looking at Pandora World of Avatar made the Time Magazine's World 100 Greatest Places. Um, also men mentioned was the Tivoli Gardens in Copenhagen and Warner Brothers World in Abu Dhabi, which I would love to go see. But I think this is a great honor for not only Joe Rohde, but Imagineering. This is a pretty prestigious list um, that they go through. I hope it encourages more people to check out Pandora. Not that more people need to go with the lines. It's still like two hours for Flight of Passage. But I think, uh, tell me what you guys think. What do you think of Pandora? Is this something that's going to stand the test of time? Something that in 10 years, even when the Pandora movies have maybe fizzled out, maybe they're not as popular, is this still going to be a good theme park land? Tell me what you think. And the next part of the news um, Mickey's Not So Scary is now running at Walt Disney World. I've been to this party. It is incredible. It's awesome. It definitely gets you into the fall Halloween mood. Uh, the parade is incredible. The show in front of the stage with the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus is awesome. Uh, especially if you're in your 30s, you saw that movie. Man, it brings you right back to your childhood. 
Um, that and in Disneyland, a little bit of Disneyland news. The Haunted Mansion is soon now to be closing for the Nightmare Before, Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. I have not had the chance to check out the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland with this overlay, but I've heard it's amazing. I've seen the ride-throughs. It looks awesome. Um, I, I think they have to do that early, you know, but uh, they have to do that early because it's a huge overlay. They need time to do it. But I guess my question to you guys is, is all of this way too early? You're talking the middle of August, 100 degrees out in Florida or in Anaheim, getting in that Halloween spirit, it feels more like a cash grab than trying to get people in that experience. So what do you guys think? Tell me what you think. Are you able to get into the Halloween spirit when it's so hot out, especially in Florida? Or do you soak it right up? You love Halloween. The more Halloween, the better. So let me know. Um, but hey, that is it for our first episode of the uh, Disney Addicted podcast. I hope you guys liked it. Um, thank you to everybody who listened all the way through. Um, please leave a review, good or bad. Tell me what you think. Please tell a friend if you did like it. Um, I'm going to try to get this out in the middle of the week, uh, about once a week if I can. I think there'll be enough to cover. And I think it'll be a lot of fun. I'm going to try to keep putting some different sound effects in there. I'm going to try to make this, keep this entertaining and give you the type of show that I'd want to listen to. I hope you're able to take this and it makes your commute, makes your jog, makes your workout, whatever, a little bit better. And maybe gives you a little taste of Disney. But until next time, have a magical day.